Welcome to the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. We're a podcast and community for modern moms in real estate that are building a legacy in business and raising a family. We talk all things real estate, marketing, mindset, business strategy, and support as real estate moms. My name is Brayden McKee, a Phoenix, Arizona real estate agent and boy mom of two. I love social media and digital marketing and specialize in relocation, new construction, and the move up buyer family. And I'm Alyssa Stalker, a realtor in Ventura County, California, a digital marketing coach and course creator, as well as mom of two under two. As business besties that have been through all the ups and downs together, we are bringing our entrepreneurial backgrounds and industry expertise to change the way a modern mama approaches real estate. Whether you're here for the support community or our practical tips for building a thriving business while balancing being a mama, we are rooting for your growth. Hi, mamas. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. You're listening to one part of the Modern Real Estate Mama here. I'm Alyssa Stalker, and I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Today on the show, I want to speak to a particular segment of moms out there in the real estate industry that I often feel are overlooked, and that is the part-time mom agent. I want to have a conversation about whether or not you can really do real estate part-time as a mom. Maybe you have a full-time job or another part-time job and you're just getting started in the business, or maybe you've been working this way, juggling two jobs for some time until you can leap to full-time. Maybe you're just getting started and desire to work part-time hours. Whatever it is for you, this episode recognizes you and let's dive into this topic and answer the question, can real estate really be a side hustle? First thing I want to share is the objection that I hear from a lot of agents, top, typically in the top producing category, busy agents, they argue that it's not possible to be in real estate part-time, but I want to tackle this a little bit further and maybe dissect where they're coming from because I do think it's true that it's not possible to have a viable business that you're not consistently in. So I think when you hear people talk about this and and saying it's not possible, I think that they are really referring to the people who... They've got, you know, multiple side hustles. They have their real estate license. They kind of just, you know, say they do it on the side. They're not really tapped into the real estate industry or what it takes to run a real estate business, which is being involved in it pretty much day in and day out. This is entirely different than if you approach your business, say you have another full-time job or another part-time job or you know, you're a mom and this is part-time hours for you, the way that you're structuring your business is you are in it, you know, pretty much every day, but just with the available time you have. They're two very, very different things. And I want to help you recognize that because if you're ever hearing that out there, or you may be taking that in and feeling like discouraged, like, what am I doing? Why am I even doing this? I don't have enough time 
to be successful at this. If you get into real estate with the attitude of, hey, I would love to just sell a couple extra homes a year, it's probably going to be really difficult for you to do that, quite honestly. But if you come in with the real estate attitude like, hey, I would really love to add this amount of income to my family, here's how much time I have to do it, you know, every single week, this is how much time I have. I've got 10 hours, I've got 15, I've got 20 hours, whatever it is that you have, and you apply yourself on a consistent basis and you treat your business like a business, absolutely, it's entirely possible to build this way. And I want to share with you a little bit about how I actually got started and built in real estate. So if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you may have heard me share my background on a previous episode, but I actually fell into real estate by accident. Um, I had gone to real estate school while my husband and I had, um, we had two other companies we were doing and I, I kind of just did it for fun. I don't know who does that, but I did. Um, and got my license or actually did not get my license yet. I did the school and did not take the test for my license. Like I said, I didn't really know what I was going to do with it. I just thought, Hey, this looks fun. It's interesting. This would probably be something good to have under my belt. Might use it one day kind of thing. Well, turns out I was going to use it one day because once we sold our companies, we were trying to figure out what to do next. We got into investing in real estate and flipping homes. And that's where I kind of saw this, this gap in my market where I, where I felt like, wow, I have this like super strong marketing background. I'm not really seeing people market properties as well as they could online and I think I could just go ahead and and do this myself I could sell our properties with with my marketing ability let me just take the test get the license and I'll do it so that's what I did and once I got started um, I fell in love with the people aspect of it so in my background I worked in e-commerce and had e-commerce product-based businesses and Yes, that was really, really cool, and I loved what I did um, with those products, and I I still love product-based businesses, but it's so much different having a product um, and just like a small, smaller transaction exchange versus like doing something that's super impactful, like you're changing someone's life, Um, and that just that that relational aspect, like you really create a a strong relationship with most people that you work with. It's not, you know, a short, quick transaction, you know, on a lower ticket item. This is people's lives that you're helping with. And I just, I really loved getting to know people and helping them navigate through that process and creating real tangible results that can be life-changing. You know, these are, this is oftentimes people's biggest asset, whether buying or selling. So I just really love that and wanted to continue to build further. So that brings me to where I was at this time. I had a um, toddler. My son was probably about, was about a year. Um, and I was pregnant again with my second um, with, you know, baby on the way with a little one who was almost a toddler. It was a lot. Um, and I only had part-time babysitting help so I could do other work (laughs) besides real estate really we had another company we were starting and building and so I had help two days a week 
During that time, I would go down to our office, work on another business with my husband, and then get a few things done for real estate. Maybe like as I started growing, I started incorporating more hours toward that, but I didn't have much time or much help. I was pretty much a mom, full-time, working part-time, also starting in real estate. Um, And I found that, you know, when I was home with the kids, I was able to really find pockets to work on my real estate business. Start. I started really with social media marketing and online marketing first. Um, and so I found time to begin, you know, diving into that and building. And I did that during nap time. Um, as it progressed and I had like an increased need of hours, I started getting clients. Then I started getting up really early in the morning and incorporating a morning routine so I could hit those hours. Um, sometimes I would get work done while I was like on a walk and my kids were in the stroller. I can make calls. They were little enough where like if they were napping, um, you know, really depends on what stage you're in. But point of the story is that it looks different for everybody, but it's entirely possible to build a business part-time, whether your goal is to stay part-time or grow it bigger and turn it into a full-time job or career for yourself. Um, some of the things that I've heard from agents also objection-wise that, you know, people in the office, like other agents, um, you know, trainers, market, what do I want to say? Not that word. Trainers or um, mentors in the office, they may not take you as seriously if you're a part-time agent. They don't invest as much into you or offer as much support. I have absolutely seen and witnessed this firsthand, and I think that this is a real objection. But the reality of that is that you might not be aligned with the right company brokerage team slash support system. In order to build successfully part-time, you still need training, education, support. That is definitely a part of the allocated hours that you have every week. You need to incorporate into that, right? Because you feel empowered by the knowledge that you have. You're always learning new things to be applying and trying. And so that is really important that you have that. Um, I think you're less likely to succeed when you're just kind of navigating uncharted waters on your own. You need, you know, a team behind you, a captain of the ship, or you're the captain of the ship, but you need, you need uh, some support on the ship and a good map to know where you're going. And so I think if, if that's you and you're feeling that way, I would highly suggest looking into your options and finding a team or brokerage um, that supports you and your goals. So they're aware that you are part-time, but you're determined. And I think where this happens is that, you know, when you're with certain brokerages that they really care about bodies or they really care about numbers, sometimes they see the part-time agent as not as big of a dollar sign, basic business and numbers would tell you, of course, they're not going to invest everything into you. But if you're clear and transparent and say, hey, I'm serious. I'm a serious agent. This is my plan. This is this is the time that I have to work with and I'm going to apply myself. But here, you know, here's what you can expect from me. But 
here's what I need to be able to expect from you so I can succeed. I find that agents, especially newer agents, are afraid to advocate for themselves because you feel like you're signing up with this brokerage, you're going in, it's kind of like an interview, right? Um, Like they're interviewing you, but I always feel like it should be the other way around. And if you're not a new agent and you're evaluating like if where you're at currently supports the way you want to run your business with the amount of hours that you have to allocate your business, if that's not supporting I think it's really crucial that you interview them and not the other way around. You need to find what your best fit is going to be, who's going to offer the support you need. Um, For me, that was finding my brokerage, which is a cloud brokerage. I can do training from anywhere as a mom. This made sense for me to work this way. I can jump into Zooms from my phone on the go, from the school drop-off line, Um, before my kids started school, it was, they were home with me and I was able to jump in while they were in the stroller or, you know, doing an activity. It really, really worked well for me as a mom. And I found, you know, alignment with a group that happened to have a lot of other moms who were building like me. So I would encourage you if you are kind of feeling stuck or looking to make a change, find somewhere that's a good fit for you that supports this way that you want to run your business and also even potentially has people who are doing business the way that you want to do it because the fastest way to get to where you want to go is to find someone who's already been there um, and willing to help support you to achieve that same success. So that's kind of a side thing, but I think it's really important and fits with this conversation. Um, And I think that if you're maybe even confused on where you're at right now, like how much time do you really need? I think you need to assess what are your goals um, and also assess your own personal productivity level and how well you have managed your own time and your schedule with the time that you do have. So the way that I like to do this, um, especially when I'm working with newer agents. Sometimes I have agents that I mentor that are coming in this way. They're part-time, they have another job and they come to me and say, Alyssa, I have 10 hours a week right now to work on real estate. Okay. Are you able to dedicate two hours per day, per day, Monday through Friday? Is that broken up between three days a week? When you're first starting out, it's okay to not be working five days a week on real estate. I think you should, um, try to make it that way because what happens is as as part of like a habit and creating habits to be able to do certain behaviors every single day I think is is crucial um but it's not essential from the beginning so we really like to carve out carve out like how many hours you have what are your blocks in your schedule that you're able to dedicate um so if you have kids at home where are your pockets? Where are your best pockets of time that you can, you know, get projects done? And it doesn't have to all be at one time. And in fact, you actually have probably a secret weapon as a part-timer that somebody who has full-time hours doesn't have. So for example, somebody who works full-time hours Monday through Friday, they're probably filling their day with a lot of stuff they don't really like need to be doing because they've structured themselves to conditionally believe I need to be working from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Whereas if you're a part-timer and you know, okay, I've got 
two hours here, two hours here. Most people have the highest productivity in smaller increments of time. So for example, if you give yourself 45 minutes to do something, it will take you 45 minutes to do it. If you give yourself three hours to do something, it will absolutely take you three hours to do it. So if you know, hey, I only have this this pocket of two hours, I can fit two tasks in here, you're probably going to get them done and more efficiently than someone who actually has more time on their hands. So it's actually an asset rather than something to consider a setback when you're part-time. It's just all in how you manage your time and structure your day and map out the tasks that you really need to do. So that's the next thing. So first we look at what are our pockets of time And then next we look at, okay, what are key daily behaviors that are like non-negotiables that every time I'm focusing on real estate, I I need to make sure I do these essential tasks because those are kind of like your repeat tasks inside your business and that consistency stacks and gets results over time. So whether that's, I'm going to reach out to five people I don't know today, I'm going to reach out to five people I do know today. Um, I'm going to make a social post every day, whatever that is. Um, and it looks different for everybody else, depending on how they want to, how they want to build. Um, but figuring those, those essential tasks out, and then you have additional tasks, for example, training, um, you might have a little bit of admin work until you're in production. You don't really have a lot of admin work. Um, but then you have marketing time prospecting time, training time. And those are really like, to me, the three core areas um, to be spending your time, especially as a new or part-time agent. You know, if you're part-time, as long as you're doing needle moving things that get you results, you can really cut the fluff. Like you don't need to incorporate all the extra things. Maybe you don't need to do a zillion Popeyes every year. Maybe you don't need to do events. Maybe, you know, if you have good sources of business and leads, then if it's not broke, there's nothing to fix or reinvent the wheel for. Um, I think sometimes we get caught up in like chasing the shiny object or if you're part-time, you start kind of seeing what other people are doing and you kind of go down this lane of like, oh, if I just had more time, I could do all these things she's doing. But if you're happy in your business and where it's going or you're confident in the strategies that you have in place, I encourage you to just stay the course, stay your lane, and not stress yourself out. Um, That is amazing if you're producing in a part-time business and you're happy with it. We can always have room for improvement and growth, but sometimes it can be a distraction as well, just constantly taking in, you know, what other people are doing or getting caught in the comparison trap with it. Um, I also think if you have a goal to go from part-time to full-time or maybe part-time, you want to stay part-time but quit your full-time job to do to just do real estate, what I, what I would suggest is setting a goal for yourself of like, hey, once I hit this level, once I hit this production and I or I've achieved this level of income, I'm giving myself permission to take the leap and do it. I think a lot of people don't set out that way. And so they, if they, if they don't wish to be doing that secondary job, if they don't set a goal and, a, and put themselves on a time frame 
to to actually make that happen it can be a lot harder to let go of that that stable job and jump into real estate I see that a lot from people they're just afraid to take that leap but if you get into it up front saying this is my goal this is what I want in order to do this I need to achieve this and I want to do it by such and such a time these things can be flexible. They don't have to be written in stone, but by doing that, you're giving yourself permission to have the confidence to leap into where you actually want to go. So in summary, yes, I absolutely believe that real estate can be a side hustle or a part-time career when approached properly with the right schedule, the right level of productivity, the right support system, and just really knowing yourself, knowing what you have to work with, and applying everything you can put into it. It does not work as a, hey, I hope I'm going to just sell a couple this year. I'll get to it when I get to it type attitude. You do very much need to be involved. You need to know what's going on in the industry, what's going on in your market. You need to be constantly tapped in to actually make it a successful side hustle but it absolutely is possible so that was a quickie of an episode I hope that this spoke to you if this is you I would love to talk on this topic more I'm going to put a thread in our Facebook group if you're not yet a part of our community search the modern real estate mama on Facebook or you can check the show notes of this podcast. I also invite you to reach out to me personally. I'll put my Instagram in there as well. Um, if you have any questions or you're looking for support, please message me anytime. I'm here for you. Um, and I just want to see you be successful. So thanks so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you guys soon. If you've been enjoying the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast, it would mean so much to us if you would leave us a review on how this podcast has impacted your listening today. Whether you heard us on Apple or Spotify, your review helps other moms in real estate discover this podcast. Mm-hmm.